we're live! Buttons hit. You barely waited for my laptop to stop making noise. Did you invert that before you opened it? Are you supposed to do that? Yes, it says on the package, invert before... Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm gonna go put that six-pack in the fridge. Oh, yeah! No, just grab two of them and put them in the freezer. Well, we're not gonna drink six beers. I'm not tasting six beers on one podcast. Are you kidding me? All right, pick a number. I work at seven in the morning. Pick a number between one and six. One. Pick a number between one and six. A, a second number. Oh, <laughs> I was like, what was wrong with one? Three. Okay, you don't know what those are, but I do. Okay. N- listeners, um, we might have said this on Pop Town Funk, but not everybody listens to it. Um, and even if you do, I don't blame you for forgetting this. Nora got a bunch of, like, beers from work that were just kind of a mis- mishmash of, like, six packs that gone wrong. Those are both cans, so we better fucking remember to take them out. <laughs> <laughs> I've been drinking ginger beer a lot lately, and also turning down the volume on my computer. Um, well, did you get blasted in the ear by a line notification? Yeah. It's a fucking Pokemon. I can growl. hear it in the bedroom when you leave your laptop open and go to work. It, it's so, I line is so loud. I don't know why, dude. Why can't I open this fucking can? Okay, so I've been. You, re- what did you do to it? I don't fucking know, dude. Dude, <laughs> Curtis Connor, dude. <laughs> What's up, listeners? <laughs> If this is your first episode, hey, how's it going? <laughs> if this is not your first episode, and if you're, you're a, a subscriber, patron, if you're a subscriber, hey, how's it going? It's really nice to see you. I hope you're doing well. You see what happens when you subscribe to Export Audio? You get an extra greeting at the beginning of every podcast. You get a stolen joke at the beginning of every podcast. <laughs> That's always been true. <laughs> episode 50. <laughs> is this 150? Maybe. This might... Is this 149 you or 150? You have the wealth of human knowledge at your fingertips. I'm, I'm opening... You opening your damn drink. <laughs> okay, so I've been drinking ginger beer a lot lately, which, if you don't know what ginger beer is, because I didn't until, like, a week ago. A, a, more than that. Like, a couple months ago. Um, it is a non-alcoholic beverage that is just, like, ginger ale, but better. I've been drinking it a lot. The thing is, it comes in the stupidest fucking package ever where you, like peel the top off rather than it's not in a can like a soda and it's not in a like it doesn't have a bottle cap like a a real beer does it just has this like thing that you pull and then you have to like pick at it a little bit and i totally fucked it up this time which i'd never done before very funny that i just like got on air and fucked it up also i didn't know you were supposed to invert them so maybe i'm gonna drink this ginger beer and be like wow this is so much better than everyone i've ever drank in um, right. That's a senator, right? <laughs> From Minnesota? The one that got, uh... Um... This is episode 150, I think. This is stupid. Wait, no it's not. It's 140... You didn't fucking number the episode that you edited, as usual. That says 149 episodes right there. Well, 
look at the posts though because it's not oh i put the number in every episode okay well you and i do things differently in all podcasts. right tell everyone why your wikipedia page is on mike d'antoni i couldn't remember if he was coaching this year i was like i don't think he's a head coach I, it's these just days. if it's just uh tradition that if we open a wikipedia page it's already been open from before the podcast we um it's been three weeks since we've done an export it feels like it didn't happen that long ago. Okay, this is episode 149. Yeah, you and didn't... I will... Okay. <laughs> no, 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 We're not laughing at Autumn here. I just... It keeps happening. And I never because... tell you. No, because I use Pinecast's built-in numbering thing, and you don't. That's because the fucking... There were more... There were episodes that aren't episodes. Oh, but that's episode 148. We gotta change value isn't real to episode 148. Okay, whatever. Because we were recording... Anyway, this doesn't matter. I mean, because, it's funny, but you know, we're running out of content about it. <laughs> there's all that stuff that isn't an episode. Yeah, okay. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like, the first episode is episode White zero. zero. White Lotus Zero. But then we've got, like, other things mixed in that oh right episodes joss whedon footman remember that one dr belmont warlord chromosomes is a classic trans girl (laughs) yeah well we were more 31 31 newbie 00.8 live ruby volume 6 trailer reaction there are some people and i know this because they messaged me and asked me why (laughs) why are some episodes missing and um we've already talked about that we've talked about that before there are people who like go and listen to like old episodes of export audio i'm like can you tell me about our cringe era because i have in my mind what the cringe era is Um, because like episode 30 of the podcast is export audio one (laughs) (laughs) we do a good fucking podcast and you know, episode 33, the Jesus number, is hashtag resistance, episode 2, J.R.R. Tolkien and C.S. Lewis are the devil may cries Dante and Virgil of literature. Which is the, still kind of true. Yes. <laughs> I no, think I stand thi- by that. The thing is, we have a cringe era that also, like, perfectly coincides with some of my happiest memories on the podcast. That also coincides with, that was the weirder era where we were dating but weren't saying it on the podcast. Um, not quite i don't remember i think so i i think we started dating during um newbie zero zero joss whedon footman i fell in love with you while watching you fell in love with me a year before that (laughs) you fell in love with me while we were watching ruby and i had been pining (laughs) newbie episode four we read artemis foul fanfic and accurately predict the game awards we did read artemis foul fanfic that one time um this is bad see here's the episode 45 where you made the title i make a podcast with my girlfriend ama i and that still was the first time we said that on the podcast i still think it's funny to put ama at the end of any post i don't know why it's just punctuation it's not funny but i think it is <laughs> um anyway then, okay so just to be clear mm-hmm. we have White Lotus Radio 24, Jeff Reeves, Atheist Man with the Microphone Stand, uh, which is our last episode of talking about Legend of Korra. 
But then you scroll all the way up, and we do have this other podcast called White Lotus Radio 25 Podcast Top. Why did we do White Lotus Radio 25? What's that? Did I just decide? <laughs> Thanks. I don't remember. I don't know. I don't know that episode. Um, this is the one right after. This is only the beginning. A good accounting of ourselves, part one. I don't know what dialectics is. I spent. I didn't know what dialectics was. We've been doing this podcast for so long. I didn't know what po- dialectics was. Um. Now I know that they're for your pussy. Yes. Or Hegelian dialectics are. As opposed to... Uh, Marxist dialectics. Dialectical materialism, I guess, would be the actual... Elusive target, Tom Brady. <laughs> Post-Cyberpunk I... Malone. Man, I can't believe I brought Tom Dar- Brady out of retirement by accident. Bane voice, Mama Loves DP. Mama Loves DP is the it's the actual funniest thing that we've ever Expo- said. Export audio episode 66, time to go Titans episode can, 1. Can we stop doing the memory lane stuff though? <laughs> I mean, I don't mind it, but I don't uh I'm done with it. Okay, sorry for boring you. <laughs> <laughs> what are you even up to this week? I don't get to hang out with you hardly these days. Um well, I um, I'm high. You're high. I'm straight. I'm sober. I've almost You're said straight? I. You're straight. I almost said I'm, I'm straight. straight edge. <laughs> I'm sober. You just have high energy. <laughs> <laughs> I have high. It's me. true. I have high. I work at seven in the morning. It's ten p.m. It's gonna be fine. I got a big day tomorrow, but not that big. But bigger than you'd like. Eh, not that big. I go in at 4 p.m. tomorrow. What the hell for? It's close. Okay. I'll be there alone. And they said from now on, like, for the last two hours of your shift, um, if you're closing, just hang out in the liquor department and make it look neat. And just presumably spend... also uh, to deter theft. Because we got hit pretty big recently. Oh, I could tell this story on the podcast. I don't like telling work stories on the podcast generally um, for many reasons. Uh, but I have one I can tell. It's about theft. Which is that on Saturday, I think, I work, I, I work at a store um, and we have, you know, the, the front registers and we have tip jars by the front registers and, like, pretty much every wall is like windows well well every wall facing the street is windows like we have tons of windows it's really nice um like 11 shut the (laughs) fuck up shut the fuck you recently upgraded and got the 11th window (laughs) fucking hate you i can't stand this girl (laughs) anyway so i i look out and i see a guy out on the street who's like Pressing his face up against the glass, like staring in at us. It's like three in the afternoon. We were open. There's a ton of people in here. And I look out and I see him and I'm like, oh, that's weird. I wave at him. He doesn't pay me any attention. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to go out there and ask him why the fuck he's staring at us like a weirdo. So I just left it be. Two, three minutes later, he comes in. Ah! And he runs toward the front register. 
grabs the tip jar, which has probably like six bucks in there, and he's like, he runs back out, going, ha ha ha, it's mine! <laughs> He gets outside. I, I didn't do anything. I was like, "Hey, it's about all I did." Because yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna get like in any legal trouble over six dollars. Also, like, you could have been the hotel and you wouldn't. No, what do I care? I mean, the the tip jar. That's my money. I mean, that's all. That's everybody's money. But it's like my money. But if he took a if he took a cash register. That's the company's money. I really don't give a shit about that. <laughs> but he t- he takes the tip jar and gets outside and like then he <laughs> the funniest part was that he there's we're at the corner of our street and he waits at the crosswalk. <laughs> and he waits to hit the walk sign before he keeps running. <laughs> Like I say, I wasn't gonna do anything. I, like, there's nothing I could do in that situation other than shout "Hey" and hope that, like Swiper the Fox, he doesn't fucking. <laughs> but I was I was pretty mad for like 15 minutes. For 15 minutes, I was like, "Motherfucker, that piece of," and then I now. Chill. It's like, oh, whatever. He stole seven dollars, six dollars, whatever the fuck. Uh, they just took like a bunch of. I guess it was mostly like fancy brandies. Ooh. And um, what's that one whiskey everyone likes? Uh, Jack Daniels. No. I don't know that everybody likes Jack Daniels. I just when you say a brand of whiskey. I, that is, like, the brand that I most commonly associate with it. I don't remember now. It was one of those that, like... The thing I was told is that they don't steal it to drink. They steal it to sell it to bars. Interesting. Yeah. Which is like, oh, I guess that would make some sense. But what bar is, like, taking deals like that? Yeah, that's, like, against health code, among other things. Which, like... You know, I, this is so specific. It must be true. I feel, but I can't imagine it. <laughs> like, I just, I can't imagine the bar who is, like, doing business under the table for like with unlicensed vendors, but like for, risking but your for like risking your liquor license, li- liter <laughs> bottles or one and a half liter bottles of Jack Daniels. Yeah. Or the other one that I can't remember. Yeah, like, like, why are you risking your license? Because, also, that's not like, oh, this week we got all our Jack Daniels real, real cheap. But, unless that guy is robbing a different jewel every week, like, that is not a reliable, like, I would rather not risk my license... <laughs> I guess maybe it's like you show up on St. Patty's and you're like, "Hey, bro, if you're running low, I got I got a couple of, you know." I guess so. Seven fifty milliliter bottles in my trunk, next to the swords that I sell at the mall. <laughs> <laughs> um, you were looking around like a meerkat. You were like, "Oh, predator." No, no. I, okay, so. Um, 
I've been having an issue. Uh, so, we got a new bed frame because our old bed frame was cracking. And um, our old bed frame had like a thing like along the back so that I could sit up, you know? I could prop my mm. pillows up against the, the back of the headboard. bed. A headboard, thank you. <laughs> that I could prop pillows up and I could sit there, mm-hmm. like, straight up. And the new bed frame doesn't have that, um, which means that it is really hard to do my Zoom therapy sessions in bed now, where I usually do them. And so I've been doing my Zoom therapy sessions when you're not home. I've been doing them on the love seat. And I have a thing in therapy where it's just hard for me to make eye contact while I'm talking about difficult things. And so I like my eyes wander the room. And now I think that just happens while we're podcasting is that if I'm having a conversation sitting in this spot where I do therapy, my eyes are just constantly wandering the room because eye contact is hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is Easter this Sunday? Uh, maybe. I'm just at. It's I'm on at, one of them. Thanks, usually, babe. Usually, they mostly happen on Sundays. Usually, mostly. <laughs> Easter 2022. April 17th. Okay. So yes. Yeah. That's that another. I was just it's that aliens joke that you don't get ever because you haven't seen aliens. What? They mostly come out at night. Mostly. Oh. Okay. I I haven't seen Aliens, but I've it, seen it. That might be from Alien Three, which I haven't seen, but I'm I pretty sure s- it's from Aliens. The thing is, I want to see Alien Three and Alien Four, so I guess at some yeah, point. Yeah, me too. So at some point, I need to watch Aliens, but I've watched the first like twenty thirty minutes of Aliens, and I'm like, this movie is awful. I do not want to watch this. I don't like it, but um, you know, you might, you could probably skip it. Probably could skip it. I don't even know that that's the same Ripley. They have clones and shit. I would believe it if one or more of those other sequels were like a clone of Ripley. I believe it's Alien 4 where it's a clone. She dies at the end of 3, I'm fairly certain. This is how you get um, Resident Evil the movies. (laughs) I feel like that's just a natural extension there. Yeah. What else have you been up to? On the other hand, that does lead into um, Prometheus, which I understand to be a bad movie, though I haven't seen it. So I saw Prometheus in theaters. I'm going to take your headphones off so you don't yell as much. Yeah, good idea. Um, I saw Prometheus in theaters, and um, I remember mostly enjoying myself during Prometheus. I remember mostly being like, oh wasn't thinking too much about it but i was having a good time watching a film and um (laughs) this happened to me with dark knight rises too but dark knight rises i was with a friend and so we were watching dark knight rises and enjoyed it and then we walked out of the theater and we were like wait that plot point didn't make any sense and this whole feels like it would have been better as a joker thing and we you know we spend like 30 minutes after dark knight rises talking and we're like Man, actually, that movie sucked. 
<laughs> and Prometheus, I remember this so distinctly because I saw it by myself. And so I had the same experience where I sat in the theater enjoying myself because I like going to movie theaters. And then I walked out and I thought about it for 10 seconds. I was like, ooh, that movie was bad. <laughs> but there wasn't anybody with me to like bounce all this off of. So I was just by myself, just like, man, that sucked. I had a good time, but man, ooh, ooh. I don't think I've ever had that. The closest I've come is, like, watching The Rise of Skywalker and, like, mostly being <laughs> able to laugh at it. Yeah. And the moment where it just becomes, like, you dread. Could... There's, like, a dread that settled over me. You could hear There was, us... like, a weight. And, like, I denied it, and I tried to keep up, like, oh, this is, like so funny it'll be like dark knight rises we'll like remember these things and laugh yeah and then as i sat for like the half hour before we could get a seat at the restaurant we went to afterward god i <laughs> forgot about that and yeah then we ate and then we came home and podcasted i was just like it was just like dissolving from the bottom up i, I remember like, i remember ah, there's i don't think there's anything here and I still don't think that there's anything of real value on an emotional level in that movie. No. It is an empty void. But, like, I, st I do still think about, I'm the spy. <laughs> Which is the I last think... glimmer of hope before Star Wars dies. Rise of Skywalker has, I'm the spy. And then in the next scene, they shoot him dead. And in the next scene, or maybe this happens in between, they say, you're a Palpatine. And that was the one-two punch that killed Star Wars for me. But didn't really, because, you know, as a specter, it looms over everything I do. <clears throat> yeah. I... Um... I don't know. We were watching Rebels and Bad Batch, and I was just enjoying it. We watched some Rebels recently with Grace. We talked about this on Pop Town, but we could talk about it here, too. Well, not that important. And then we watched some Resistance, which uh, is not as tolerable as it was when I was last watching it, somehow. Resistance? I watched... Okay. I've seen 12 episodes of that show. So, so here's what... What, what happened was... You were on the couch, and you were like, do you want to watch Forces of Destiny? And I was like, no, we're doing Pop Town on Thursday. Let's just watch it on Thursday. And you were like, well, do you want... I want to put something on the TV. I was like, put on something Star Wars. Uh, Resistance. I think you were scrolling past Resistance. I was like, oh, just put that on. You said Rebels. I said Rebels. I wanted to keep watching Rebels. You were like, oh, I've got Resistance. We'll put on Resistance. It's like, okay, sure. And we were watching it, and I was like, this isn't very good. But you were like, I hate this. I mean, oh my, you were like, I can't fucking stand this. This is like one of the worst Star Wars That's, things ever. No. You were... I was not in the mood to watch a children's TV show. Which, not to say the, the others aren't, but this has like the delivery and the pacing yes. of like yes. Spongebob or yes. Fairly Odd Parents or something where you just have like... Those little musical cues at uh -huh. the beginning and end of scenes that tell you the tone. Yes. There's, like, the, the, the jokes and the way they were told was just very, like, cartoon networky. Yeah. And I just was like, I can't 
I can't do this. Not even to hear, I think, real Adam Driver later on. Yeah, Adam Driver shows up in that show. But um, whether that means he's actually doing it or they used his voice from the movies, who can say? I, um... I don't, I, I don't know. Anyway. I also watch more children's television than you do. And you can tolerate it. I don't know. I, I burned out on children's TV shows from doing podcasts. Yeah. I mean, so. <laughs> yeah, one thing, like, I never got roped into, like, I did, but not to the same extent you did. Because White Lotus, like, really, like, burned me out on, like, the concept of, like, we're going to watch, we're take... going to do GGP, but for, like, a kid's show. Which Gundam is a kid's show. But, like, a, a, a show that is for... Like, there is a difference between shows that are for kids and shows that are for, like, five-year-olds. I don't think Legend of Korra is for five-year-olds. Oh, no, but, like... Yeah, I don't, I don't think Legend of Korra is for five-year-olds. I don't think Avatar The Last Airbender is for five-year-olds. But, like, some of the stuff that you were watching, like the Digimon Tamers dub... Is for five-year-olds. It's god-awful. I Okay, here's my thing. is that There was a time where I thought about doing a podcast about the Pokemon anime because my idea was, like, oh, the Pokemon anime is forever. <clears throat> It'll give us a structure so that we can show up for 40 minutes to talk every week while we do basically export and we just go off topic. And then I was like, man, I really love the Pokemon anime, but if I have to watch it for two episodes a week for the rest of my life, I'm going to shoot at catch him with a gun. <laughs> I can't imagine doing that. It's like, when it comes, especially to dubbed shows, like, it's not always going to be Yu-Gi-Oh!, which for 15 episodes <laughs> has been fantastic. Yu-Gi-Oh! You know? is like, Yu-Gi-Oh! is truly special, I think. <laughs> it's a combination of the absolutely bizarre premise mm-hmm. that, like... Plus the censorship that is added in the dub. Like, it just works out to a really weird, idiosyncratic thing to me. The way that, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! is so influenced by JoJo's, but, (laughs) like... Yeah, it is kind of that, huh? I I only know this because the creators talked about, like, being influenced by JoJo's. I'm just thinking about the, like, catalog, the rogues gallery of unique gimmick guys but like one i can look at the art in Yu-Gi-Oh, which i can't say for jojo's no the art's fine the characters though <laughs> they kind of have dark souls proportions sometimes i I, f- I find all the characters in jojo's hideous i'm sh- i'm sorry to all the jojo fans in our audience i just don't like the araki uh, is that his name mm-hmm. I, I don't like his art style at, at all even a little bit um, I, I'm sure if you like it, it's good. I love, I love the Or if over... you don't care about it. Yeah, I think the over-the-top, like, style that he's going for, if it works for you, it, it seems like he's really good at, like, giving you the thing you want, but I can't, I can't fucking look at it. Um, so, one, Yu-Gi-Oh! is like JoJo's, but easy to look at, and also <laughs> it has the zaniness, uh, the, the, oh my god, I can't believe that happened. Um... It has it has as much of a pretense as your Pokemon ant, uh, podcast, which is nominally they are playing a card game, but that card game could become anything at any time. Yeah, <laughs> like 
they turned it into a and d game mm-hmm. at some point. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a capsule monster thing, too. Or Duke like... Devlin. <laughs> yes, Duke Devlin. But I also, think that guy's cool. Yu-Gi-Oh! just has the look of, like, every Y2K anime. Yeah. So. Which is just like, yeah, I like how Yu-Gi-Oh! looks. I was four. It's like, <laughs> it was, this, I would describe this sort of section as, like, remember, like, there's, like, a 90s anime look. Yes. Now that, but cheaper. Make it yeah. cheaper and yeah. look weird. Digi- like, early digipaint shit. Um, that one anime girl with the eyes too far apart that was like a meme. Do it. From like 2002. Was literally any of Yu-Gi-Oh? I mean, season zero probably, but like, was any of like dual monsters, like cell, like traditional cell animation or was it all like after the transition to digital? I don't know anything about any of that. It looks like it, but I I don't know. I'd have to like look at it. I could just type Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, who cares? Dual Monsters. I have to be confused with Dual Masters, a different card game based cartoon. It starts in 2001, so like probably. I don't know. I'm having the thing where like I don't want to Google on the podcast to like kill the energy, but you're Googling on the podcast, and by you using the computer, it's making it hard for me to talk. (laughs) Well, I'm just going to bring up Yu Gi Oh! And just show you some animation, and you'll tell me. You can. Just I look- mean, it looks it looks like it's digipaint, but I I can't tell. I'm not like my eye is not trained that much. But um, you know, like these a- these could be '90s guys, and I think yeah. Yugi is more of one. Yeah. But there is like this sort of uniform color at times. That is like, yeah. I don't know. It just feels different. But not that different. It's like familiar, but not too familiar. I'm going to pour the rest of this on your head, I swear to God. I'm going to drink some of it. Please do. Um, you want to get those beers? I'll go check on them. Um, Should have done this earlier. Um, I'm high, by the way, so I don't know what that's going to be like if I drink a beer. You're going to be fine. Um, what was I going to ask you? What have you been up to this week besides work? Like, you've been watching movies you yeah. want to talk about on the podcast? Yeah, like, kind of cold, but... Oh, whatever. Just bring it over here. I just... I don't get to hang out with you much. And I just, like, I know you watched a movie. I didn't know if you wanted to talk about it. I don't know if you've been playing games besides Elden Ring. Well, I'm wiping... I'm cleaning the beer cans right now. Okay. Why were they dirty? Because they were in the damage section at work. Oh, yeah, okay. Duh. Uh, well, I'll vamp while you're, you know, nowhere near the microphone, because I'm sure this is bad audio content right now, but... Oh, they're so unused to that. <laughs> anyway, um... 149 fucking episodes, and they've never had a bad audio experience. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! So in one corner we have oh, fat pug oatmeal milk stout. All in right. the other corner we have jammed 
from Brickstone, raspberry and lime with a hint of salt. Okay. <sighs> We're going to try both of them. I'm not saying you have to keep the... Yeah, well, yeah, no. But I, I, I guess I'm going to start with the oat milk. The oatmeal milk. Oh, God. Not oat milk. Okay, can I read the can? Yeah, yeah totally. Fat pug, oatmeal, milk, stout. Ugh. Mm-hmm. There's like a... Brewed with pride in Chicago... For good folks everywhere. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Grain slash adjuncts. Pale. Pale? <laughs> okay, okay. Roasty dark smooth is what it says. Roasty dark smooth. The tagline is B fluid. And then grain slash adjuncts. We mm-hmm. have, I don't know what this means. but pa- Pale, like pale, pa- like pale ale maybe? Pale, flaked oats, roasted barley, pale chocolate, Munich. These are from what, this is where they're from. Oh, so... Well, well maybe not. Because it says lactose. That's not a place. Yeah, Munich, <laughs> dehusked carafa, crystal, lactose. Maybe that's Munich hops. No, wait, this says hops. Hops, warrior northern brewer, vitals, 26 IBUs, 35 SRM, 5.9% alcohol by volume, and this is a <clears> one pint <throat> can. Anything else interesting on this can here? Oh, wait, there's a little thing down here. Uh, government warning uh, one according to the surgeon general women should not drink alcoholic beverages during pregnancy because of the risk of birth defects to consumption of alcoholic beverages why are you turning me down <laughs> <laughs> all right can so you... shall we uh let's just okay. focus on one at a time one at a time open the fat pug oatmeal milk stout good pop on that now give it a good sniff. Okay, you're right. You're right. Okay, I get a sniff. It smells like a just a stout. Yeah, it yeah. Do, it doesn't smell like oatmeal it just or milk. Smells like a like a dark beer, but not the kind of dark beer I really want. Oh. <laughs> oh God. Hmm. All right. I ha- I don't think I've oh. had one of these like milk stouts. Oh God. Here we go. <sighs> Oh. <laughs> okay, so it's very thick, not very not not very carbonated. Not very carbonated. Oh, buddy. Do, do you taste anything but hops? Granted, I don't know how old this can is cuz it was in the damaged thing for a while. So, so I genuinely I don't know what hops taste like. It's the real sharp, like bright part of the beer flavor that I don't like. Yeah, because you, I think we've, I think we figured out that you like a less hoppy beer and I like a more hoppy beer. I think that's true because you like IPAs. I don't know if I like IPAs. I know I like, I had a, I've had two pale ales recently that I liked, but I don't think either of them were IPAs. Well, the PA stands for pale ale. I know, but I didn't, isn't like India pale ale, isn't that like a specific style of them? I think but everybody has like undead pale ale, American pale ale, like yeah, it's a, it's open for whatever okay. theme you want to. Well, apparently, I I think I like hoppier beers than you do. I like I don't a, really like beer as much as you. I do. like a Bach, you know, yeah. just like a Shiner Bach. You just it's a nice basic beer. I also like Mexican beers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we Modelo is like the one type of beer we both like. I think. Yeah, I think we both prefer the darker one. Yeah. Um. 
The thing about this milk, oatmeal milk stout is that I taste it on the sides of my tongue. Even You're going in for a second sip? Mm. It's got a real strong... I just want to taste the oatmeal. It's got a real strong aftertaste that is lingering on the sides of my it's tongue. It's like a I'm bitterness. Gonna, I'm going to get another sip of my ginger beer. i got to wash this out. I don't taste anything but beer. I don't taste any of the oatmeal or milk. The, the 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 two beers I had recently that I liked were one, Nia and I went to a Japanese grocery store a while back and we got a Japanese, a, a bunch of different Japanese beers. And one of them had a bunch of ginger in it and I really liked that. And then the other one, um, <clears throat> some coworkers and I went out and got um, beers after work the other day and I got a juicy pale ale or something. Oh, was, that's a very cloudy, like very citrusy yeah very very that's fruity. what's in the fridge right now very like a very fruity one that i liked um the blue moon moon haze is like it says on the can it's like brewed with whole dried oranges so if that's what you like you'll probably like those if you, if you live in chicago um you should check out empirical brewery i don't remember where it was at i want to say like foster and uh i don't know Anyway, um, it, it was good. Um, it was good vibes in there. It wasn't too packed. Granted, we went on like a Tuesday. You ready to get jammed? Yeah, jam me up. Oh, well, we want to read the can before we open it. Brickstone jammed jammy fruited ale. Uh, lime and raspberry with a hint of salt. 6% alcohol by volume. Brewed and canned in some place in Illinois. Bourbonnois. Bourbonnet? Bourbonnet, probably. Probably. <laughs> nice. I might uh, like this one. I might hate it. Who knows? I'm also going to grab a Blue Moon and see if you like that one. Okay. Mm. I don't know about this. It smells like pennies. It, it smells like pennies? It smells like margarita mix. It's fine. It tastes like a cider. It tastes like a cider you put a little lime juice in. If I went to a bar and paid too much money for this, I would finish it. Yeah. It's fine. But... I'm going to get a second sip of this, which I can't say for the fat pug. No? Here, drink up. No, no, I'm good, babe. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I could finish that, no problem. You could finish the oatmeal milk stout? Well, I mean, probably. But I meant the other one. Um, you know, okay. If this was a little bit colder, and I hadn't... I wasn't already... Because I usually... I usually try to only have, like, one soda a day, and because we were going to podcast, I was like, oh, I'll open up a second ginger beer, whatever, and so now I'm one and a half ginger beers deep, and I don't really want to finish this, but if I... I'll I finish your ginger beer for you, don't worry. No, I won't do that. I want to finish that one. Do you... I probably won't finish this, but I, I could imagine myself finishing this. Do you want to crack this one, or do you want me to? The Blue Moon? Yeah. Yeah, you can crack it. That's probably my favorite popping experience we've had so far. You have a nice sniff. 
it smells like beer. Yeah, it smells like beer. It smells like if you, when I just conjure the idea of beer in my mind. Yeah, very thin. I kind of like that. I knew this would happen. What? Mm. I can't. It's, it's like a punch. It's like claws of citrus homing in on your tongue and going... The thing is... It's tart. Once again, okay. If we went out and we got some beers and we were sitting around talking... I'd probably finish that and I'd be like, oh yeah, that's a good beer. Um, I probably would not. Um, just sitting at home, I'd rather have a cheer wine or a ginger beer mm-hmm. or a cup of tea or, or a water than like sitting on the couch playing Dragon Quest and finishing that beer. I'm not that much of a <clears throat> beer drinker. Yeah, sure. The only reason... when. When my friends and I went out, I was like, oh, I'm going to go there and I'm going to get a margarita. And then they didn't, they had beer. Beer was the, what was on the menu. I was like, give me the fruitiest shit you can give me. <laughs> um, I don't think any of these are getting finished tonight. No, probably not. Jimmy beer is. Mm-hmm. Bundaberg is my friend. Oh, really? I like that mixed with some gin. Oh yeah, you that's that's how we started getting cuz you were like you got this and mixed it with gin. And yeah. I was like that's really good, but I kind of want just the ginger beer. <laughs> because the thing is is that I first got into alcohol in general at 18 when I lived in Germany and my dad I was living with my dad, my you know, my mom and my stepdad never drank. Mm-hmm. So there was no booze anywhere in either family for mm-hmm. like family get-togethers and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Just never. So I'd never been around it, really. And the thing that he tried to, like, drill into my head when I was able to drink for the first time was that you should drink just for yourself mm-hmm. and focus on finding whatever you like mm-hmm. rather than, like, drinking with the intent to, like, get drunk and, like, mm. you know, go crazy. You just drink whatever you like. Yeah. Um, I guess he was worried I was going to be like a frat guy. <laughs> but like, you know. I mean, he also said that about like cologne. Like, don't you should only, if you're going to wear a scent, you should wear a scent that you like to smell for yourself. And not. I, I think that's and, good advice. And then not like dole it out all over you. Just keep it for you. And then if somebody else happens to smell it, then like. I think that's sound advice. Yeah. Um, I don't know why that was, like, that's just kind of like fill in the blanks for anything he gave me advice about. <laughs> I, um, so through most of high school, I did not dr- drink, I did not smoke, I, like, other people at those par other people at parties were doing that, I was around it, but I just did not participate in it at all, because I... I don't know, like, my parents wanted me to get straight A's, and I was like, if I have beer one time, <laughs> I'll fail out of high school. It's really funny to me how I um, kept that, but, like, there's no, like, really... There's no way of having weed that turns it into, like, 
just uh, an, an enjoyable thing on its own. Mm-hmm. Like when I get weed, I I just want to get high. Whereas like mm. if I'm having a drink, I'm typically not trying to like get drunk. I'm just having a beverage that I enjoy, and I like. This is why I'm constantly trying new types of booze is because I just want to find like what's that stuff that I like. So then when I was like, but I was just uh, oh yeah, it was just funny to me to think of the difference because there's no way to turn weed into like. This is the the particular joint that I like to smoke uh, and just, like... I have a little bit of that now. A little bit. I don't know. I, I'll, I'll just finish... Because <clears throat> if I don't finish my story, it'll get stuck in my brain. Um, smoked cigarettes when I was, like, 18, 19. That is definitely a thing where you can, like, turn smoking tobacco into a hobby, but I never did. Mm-hmm. Um, but people like do that as a hobby in a way that I, I was like, I have an anxiety disorder. Verdi's and Horry's. Yeah. I was like, I, I have anxiety. I'm smoking like, cause I like nicotine. Dude. <laughs> um, and then probably when I was 20 is when I like first, I probably had a couple beers here and there. I remember one time when I was 18, like having shots with my parents. <laughs> um, but probably when I was like 20, um, and I was living with a bunch of dudes, and we were broing down is when I first started like drinking much, and I when I was drinking, I was in college with, with the, it was me and the boys on a Saturday night, mm-hmm. and I was drinking to get trashed, <laughs> and I was very good at it, because I'm a fucking lightweight. <laughs> there was a time when I was drinking a lot with guys after work, mm-hmm. um, but we worked nights, so after work for us was like, you know, eight in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember we, it was, we had our little trio from like, that was my second year working there during the, at Toys R Us during the Christmas season. It was when we all started hanging out. And then over the next year, there would occasionally be other people that would hang out with us. And one time we invited a guy to come hang out with us. We're like, oh, we'll have a beer or two after work and he showed up with like a 40 percent full bottle of jägermeister it was like we've we've completely miscommunicated the scale of what's happening but now this is what's happening (laughs) (sighs) i i i also never try to do physical comedy while drunk not Mm -hmm. because it won't work but because it will work too well and nobody will actually believe that you were trying to do a joke and they'll just laugh at you more for being drunk. This is this is me on every podcast where someone's like, oh, you're high on them. And I'm like, I'm not high. I'm high. Yeah. And I'm sure nobody can tell. I feel like I sound more high than you do on this podcast. Tonight. I'm more animated. Everyone knows I'm the no fun lump of the two of us. That's not true. That's impossible. <laughs> I feel like that's always been my role in a in a two person dynamic. So I've always been the the Staklasa of the two. Who's Staklasa? Mike Staklasa, the red letter media guy. I don't know who that is. Is he the is he the uh, whore in the basement one? Yeah. 
Yeah. You don't know what I mean by that. I do. That Phantom I'm, I'm not worried about you. I'm worried about the listener who doesn't know what I mean by that. Who's just like, why is Autumn saying these like terrible things? This guy. You've seen this guy. Sure. I don't know. I feel like I'm more like lively, but you're funnier than I am. I meant specifically now, but I'll take that. I, d- I just mean in general. Like, I feel like I have, like, the higher energy, but you have the better jokes. Again, this is the thing I crafted myself into as a coping mechanism. <laughs> I always wanted to be that person. Um. Anyway. What the fuck are we podcasting about? Uh, apparently Red Letter Media, no. No, no. I'll have another sip of the jammed. I regret that. You know, I can taste the hint of salt. I think the salt goes a long way. Um, I don't know what you're looking at. <laughs> Nora's just looking at images of Mike Staclasa, which is a bad time, and I wish she would stop. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, before the beer, we were talking about... Oh, you know, it, it, this reminded me of um something and i'm gonna pull it up real quick you're gonna Um, get rid of your tab not the new tab i opened yeah i was done watching that video what's what's this person's name no um who are you asking about who the the person who did the avgn video essay is that emily lady emily lady emily um i might have said this before but um I don't really go in for YouTube video essays, mm-hmm. but um, people should watch uh, Lady Emily's like two-hour AVGN video essay because I think it's good. Oh, not this other one that underneath it that's six hours long. No, don't watch that. Um, and I think people should. Um, I think people should like watch Lady Emily's videos. This is not like the sort of thing that I normally like plug. I just like her videos she's more famous than us but she's still not famous so i just wanted to like shout that out sure um that's a that's a really interesting uh video uh, yeah i thought of it because she draws a a couple parallels between red letter media and avgn that it's um, really funny that like the thing i've always said as a joke is just what happened to avgn which mm -hmm. is he's a dad yeah he's just a normal guy he's a dad he clocks the fuck in and out yeah i love that for him my favorite thing i ever saw from him that i can remember is still that video where he just does a thing about the history of this particular sweepstakes that was tied to an arcade game or something or like an atari game like the last game never actually came out and the prizes were never like seen they were just they just disappeared into rich people's homes huh like this sword that nobody knows where it is. Um, that's a cool video. Christ, it's eleven p.m. Um, you never have answered my question of what have you been up to this week. I've been watching movies. I guess. What movies you been watching? 
You don't have to, like, go in-depth. The Seventh just... Voyage of Sinbad? Yeah. Which... That, is that a Rary Harryhausen one? Was that the one you were showing Yeah, me? and its quality rhymes with its title. <laughs> it's... it's bad. It's bad. It's, it's not bad. It's just, like, kind of boring. Mm. Um, and, like, obviously... The cast of this movie and the characters of this movie don't really line up in certain aspects. Certain, like, racialized aspects. Yeah. Like, I don't think any of those char- those people are, like, Muslims. No, I bet they're not. Um, but it had a great wizard in it. I love a wizard. You love a wizard more than I do. I looked up the actor who played that wizard, and his Wikipedia page said he was known for playing flamboyant uh, villains. Hmm. Like, that's the thing he did, and he did it very well in this movie. Um, I wonder if I'd know him. I'm not going to Google it, because I don't care, but I wonder if I'd this, I, I wonder if i be like, oh my god, that's Peter Lorre, or whatever. I will... You're Googling it. The <laughs> I'm thing I said Googling I didn't want to do. <laughs> because, um... I'm giving you shit for this, but it's mostly just to... Torrin Thatcher. <laughs> I love that Ray Harryhausen is top build <laughs> when you Google this movie. Torrin Thatcher. I don't, I don't know him. Maybe I would be like, oh, he was that guy? But I don't know this. He has a weird filmography on this page because it's like yeah. in a bulleted list. Um, Law and Disorder. Did you see... Movies used to have the weirdest titles. Let George do it. Night Train to Munich. The Sandpiper. The Case of the Frightened Lady. Decision at Midnight. I See a Dark Stranger. Darby's Rangers. <laughs> the, um, the Black Shield of Falworth. Love is a Many Splendored Thing. Climbing High. <laughs> well done, Henry. <laughs> Well done, Henry! Affair in Trinidad. <laughs> um, <Yeah>. Saloon bar. <laughs> Great expectations. That's just a book. Drums of Africa. From hell to Borneo. What? <laughs> Can we please Wagon stop? train. Can we please stop just reading titles for movies? <laughs> But Crime Over London. <laughs> That's pretty good. Return of the Scarlet Pumpernel. Pimpernel. Hey, babe. Yeah. I love you so much. Yeah. I also watched Flash Gordon. You're high. Yes, I am. <laughs> I watched the first two episodes of the first Flash Gordon serial. Mm-hmm. Because you you couldn't go watch the Dino De Laurentiis movie without, you know... Well, I needed the context. You needed the context. You had to be up on the rich lore and continuity of Flash I had to Gordon. know what it was in people's minds when they went to see that movie. I don't think it was in people's minds. <laughs> it had to be in some people's minds. I guess but so. But, like, there are, there are things that you know that you don't remember, but if they were, like, made into a big movie, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I used to watch Samurai Jack. Video on demand was not a thing, though. Like, there was no way for you to go watch those serials from four years prior. But lots of people did. Because this was like a 
thing people knew about. I guess so. I don't know. They wouldn't have made a movie about it otherwise. Sure they would have. Dino De Laurentiis was on a lot of cocaine and would make a movie about fucking anything. <laughs> I don't know who this man is that you're, you're just dragging through the mud right now. Dino De Laurentiis, um... You're slandering this man. Y- you... Uh, Dune. He was the producer on Dune. Uh-huh. Um, to give you an idea. As far as I know, producers don't do anything. No, I don't know ca- how films work, but I'm pretty sure the producers don't do anything. This is not the case with Dino De Laurentiis. <laughs> um, producers are always the guy when people are like, "Oh, the suits got in the way of me making my movie." This is what they mean: is the producers. Dino De Laurentiis is like the money guy. On like dozens of Conan. Um, what does that have to do with the production of the movie, or why I would know anything about this person? Because so after after Star Wars hit, you know, after Star Wars like you know blows up what could be possible the in EU. movies. No, <laughs> before they blew up the EU, when they busted um, the block, perhaps, perhaps. Dino De Laurentiis was a film producer who, um, in the 1980s, was bankrolling dozens and dozens and dozens of sci-fi movies that were made for cheap. They would attach um, a director of minor fame, and they would attach a band to it, basically. This is why you get Flash Gordon with a soundtrack by Queen, Dune with a soundtrack by Toto, um, and he would just make these cheap sci-fi movies in the hopes to catch on to the Star Wars wave, and was moderately successful at it. I don't know. I mean, people still know Flash Gordon primarily through the Queen song at this point. Flash! Waiting for you to hop in on that one, but, you know, whatever. Um. Anyway, uh, I see all. He th- did many Stephen King movies. I see all three Conans. Yep. Conan the Barbarian, Conan the Destroyer, and Red Sonia. Also did like Manhunter, Blue Velvet, and Evil Dead too. So and King Kong lives. He also did King Kong lives. Anyway, did he? It says Evil Dead too. Did he do Evil Dead? No, absolutely not. Sam Raimi and six of his buddies made Evil Dead. Evil Dead is a cheap fucking movie. And they movie. kept making movies after that? Yeah. Weird. Evil Dead's one of the best movies ever fucking made. Mm. I couldn't get through it. Dude, I can't fucking do it. Didn't finish you it. You didn't finish Evil Dead? <laughs> yeah, no. It was Fuck not that you. interesting. Fuck you. And then Evil Dead 2 got Monty Pythoned, so I never watched it. No, Army of Darkness got minor, Monty Pythoned. Are those the same thing? No, they are not. Army of Darkness is... Um, I Evil... thought it was Evil Dead 2, Armies of Darkness. No. It's Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, and Army of Darkness. And Army of Darkness is a bad fucking movie that has gotten extremely Monty Pythoned. Didn't the second one also get that? Because I know quotes from that that are not, that I think are from the second one. The only 
So, Evil... Vote now on your phones. <laughs> Evil Dead 2 takes a more comedic tone than Evil Dead 1 does. Evil Dead 1 is just a horror movie. Evil Dead 2 is like a comedy horror movie. I know that, but I've, I've, I guess There's... I just heard Bruce Campbell quote so much that I don't know which are from which movie. This is my boomstick is from Army of Darkness, if that matters to you. I thought that was from the second one. No, it's from the third one. What is, which one is My Hand Was Bad come from? I think Army of Darkness. It's been a very... I, I have rewatched Evil Dead 1 and 2 reasonably recently. Like, probably not since I got back into movies, but, like, I, I Evil Dead 1 and 2 are movies I've seen, like, five, six times, probably. I watched Army of Darkness one time when I was, like, 14. I was like, this movie fucking sucks. And then every now and then I'm like... I don't know, maybe Army of Darkness is fine. And something reminds me that, no, Army of Darkness is a bad fucking movie. You ever watch Darkman? No. Man, you should watch Darkman. We should I've watch Darkman. I've seen clips of it, but I haven't seen it myself. Liam Neeson should have got two Oscars there's, for that movie. There's a ton of movies that over the years, whether through something like Nostalgia Critic or something like that, I have seen the plot summaries and clips of movies that i've never seen but i know just enough to be able to pretend i've seen it Dark like suburban commando which I, actually i think i did actually see that at some point but <laughs> mortal combat i we watched that we together watched mortal combat together man you know it's a good fucking movie mortal combat mortal combat you know not, not 2020 it was not as good of a movie mortal combat <laughs> <laughs> I am always thinking about the bit Mortal Kombat where he's like, Johnny Cage is like, oh, you're gonna carry my luggage, and <laughs> he tosses like, it in the water. He tosses in the water, and then it's so fucking And then funny. Johnny Cage says, "Glad I didn't ask him to park the car." <laughs> it's so fucking funny. <laughs> uh, other movies I could probably pretend to have seen, like. Um, um, Paranormal Activity. I, I was gonna say Panic at the Disco. That's not the movie. The movie is the S Phantom of the Paradise. The weird like what? Phantom. Well, of... I know. I know what Phantom of the Paradise is. Okay. Why? Why is Nostalgia Critic talking about Phantom no, of the Paradise? This was Welcome to the Basement. This okay. was Welcome to the Basement. That's how I know Fitzcarraldo. Yeah, okay. Because I don't, I haven't yeah, actually no, seen I... Fitzcarraldo, but I know about Fitzcarraldo, and I know of it. I know facts about it. Yes. I trivia about it, and I can do the one thing. There, there's that one bit that I like. I want my opera house. I want my opera house. You say that so much that I thought you'd seen Fitzcarraldo. <laughs> you told I me last. Everyone. You you told me last week that you'd never seen it. I was like, you say I want my opera house. <laughs> constantly and you've never seen that movie i've never watched the whole thing i just heard about it and i nosferatu is your favorite fucking movie and you i've never seen nosferatu we watched nosferatu together did we the the werner herzog klaskitsky one i mean no but nosferatu i I'm... i've never made it through nosferatu i always got bored i'm not talking about that one i'm talking about the... nosferatu the vampire nosferatu the vampire yes. 1979 klaus kinski werner herzog I don't... no 
they that Fitzcarraldo was the movie they made after it. I just assumed you had seen Fitzcarraldo. I don't, I don't know that I would have put connective tissue between those two movies <laughs> in the way that you did because you were a, you're a recovering film guy. I am a film guy. I'm not recovering. I, I <laughs> I'm not recovering. I'm getting worse. <laughs> I shouldn't say this on the fucking podcast because it might not happen. But I I'm fairly certain that Nia and I tomorrow are going to punt on. The thing that we were supposed to do for Ornate Stairwells and instead watch Lady Snowblood and Battles Without Honor and Humanity 2. Again? Well, we didn't podcast about Lady Snowblood last time. <laughs> we were gonna. I think that Nia and I are just gonna like hang out, watch two 70s Japanese movies, and then do our next Ornate Stairwells about that just to further infuriate Juo and also because we deserve it. Okay. I'm not I, a recovering film guy. I'm this person now. <laughs> this is who I am. Well, you're not like a... There's, a, there's other types of film guy. I'm not... Whatever. It doesn't oh, matter. Oh, yeah. I'm like a recovering, like, letterboxed birth movies death reader. Okay, I know what letterboxed is. I use letterboxed. Badass Digest? Does that mean anything to you? No. Okay, don't worry about it. Your your soul does, is pure. Does Cracked.com mean anything to you? Your soul is pure. I can, I can name old websites. Badass Digest became Birth Movies Death. It is where film crit Hulk got his start. Um, among other he's things. He's not the Hulk anymore. Is he not? I mean, he doesn't yell. Oh, yeah. Because after the election, everything became serious. Yeah, after... <laughs> We couldn't type in all caps after Donald Trump got elected. Do you think he's gone back to it now that Joe Biden's in office? I think... I never read this person's writing. I assume he would bring it back for, like, one one thing as, like, a joke. What's he up to? What's all Firm right. Clint Hulk Let's up to? Let's see what Firm Clint Hulk is up to. I assume he doesn't just write for Booth Movies Death like he used to. Can you fucking type, dude? Are you good? <laughs> what is your fucking problem? I'm roasting you because you're fucking taking forever to type. That's my problem. I had to remember how to do it. Oh, right. Yeah, I no, remember what he's, he's up to. He's doing Patreon. He's on Patreon and he's learning what anime is. Right. He has a Discord? We gotta get in there. You think there's a Discord rule about not making your posts in all caps? <laughs> um, so the last original post by this account, Film Crit Hulk, was... Three days ago. I guess it's a chat thing. I'm looking for any kind of, like, take or, like, anything, any kind of opinion... Yeah, he's not really forthcoming with the opinions. Go to let's go back to his Patreon. Okay, well then give me the controls. I want the controls. You're too high for this. <laughs> I'm fine. You hold on. Go up. Tell me how much five dollars. Oh, there's Discord okay. fee. C four levels. Okay, top tier is twenty dollars a month. That's sold out. Um, for one dollar a month, you truly help perpetuate blah blah blah. For five dollars, you get immediate access to articles twenty four hours before everyone else. Twenty four hours. At oh. Export Audio, we give you a week of early access for one dollar. 
That's and some value. things that are just exclusive for you. Yeah. Like. I don't have anything that's exclusive at the $1 tier. I assumed you did. That's why you were saying it. Well. We have. Hmm. I'm sure we've put up something that's exclusive to patrons at some point. I mean, we have VoIP Live. Sports podcasts. We have VoIP Live. We make VoIP Live. There are some times where the sports podcast used to be a Patreon-only thing. I don't think we really do that these days, but... You're just not going to react to me saying we have VoIP Live. <laughs> you're high. I don't really know what you're talking about anymore. We have Pop Town Funk. Yeah, that's a $5 thing. Pop Town Funk is better than 24 hours of Yeah, of early and this access. is also a $5 thing. Yeah, so we think about it. Think about where those, <laughs> you know, five thousand pennies are going. Are they um, going for a, a a timer buff, like you're playing a little mobile game, <laughs> or do you want um, a full podcast and an extra creator? Oh, it's not just that. I thought it was like a because some people do. Oh, if you give this to us on the Patreon, you get to be part of like a Patreon only channel, mm-hmm. or you get to have your name in like green or whatever. No, you don't get to be in the Discord. You do not get to be in the Discord for less than five dollars a month. Everyone does this. That's Lots, fucked up. There's so many people who usually it's like three. That's but, fucked up. But there's a lot of like, you can only be in this in this Discord if you're paying. You become a $10, you become a direct sponsor of new video essays. Is there anything I can... I want to fucking read his essays. I want to know what he's up to. Well... Does he have a link tree somewhere? Well, this this has been out for more than 24 hours, so you can read it. Oh, okay. Um, Dark comedy Twitch stream. Recommendations uh, of movies. Let's, yeah. What, they are probably the two movies pictured in the post. Everything. I don't have any funny things to say about this because I don't know any. Wonderful films of 2021. Um, it's too many words. Venom 2. Venom. Venom. When I get out of here. And you will get out of here? And I will. What will there be? Get out of here. It's going to be carnage. <laughs> Nia and I were watching Venom a while back, and I think she was like about ready to turn the movie off. I was like, no, no, no. Mm. <laughs> we have to watch after the credits. And I was singing all the lines in sync with Woody Harrelson. <laughs> oh, these are these are sectioned off. This first section that Venom 2 is in is Noble Efforts I Wanted to Like More. Fuck you. Venom 2 is probably better than whatever fucking movie he's giving best movie of the year to. Next we have Good Popcorn Times. Fast 9, Black Widow, because you have no taste. I feel like sectioning off popcorn fun is like, just say whether you like the movie or not. I don't care. Like, Yeah. You can also eat popcorn while watching The Godfather if you want. Many people did. Or like, what's a better example? Because that's probably actually like has tension in it. But like, you could munch your popcorn to the Notebook. Yeah, you know what? Romance I, movies renowned for not having tension. You know what I mean? You know what I downloaded the other day? Just randomly, I was just watching a YouTube essay, and they just used a is clip from notebook? this. It was the Notebook. <laughs> 
Was it Curtis Connor who spliced in that joke about... Oh, was it Curtis Connor? I didn't the, remember. The rain scene? Should we tell... Okay. We've mentioned this man like twice now. We have a new YouTube obsession. Yes. I have two new YouTube obsessions. You have one new YouTube obsession. Yeah. Go ahead and finish it. I don't care. Um, Curtis Connor, who is like a stand-up comedian guy, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, he does TikToks. He does it's TikToks. like his biggest like community thing. Well, but he so he goes on YouTube, and he basically just every <laughs> every YouTube video he does that whole extra greeting thing that we did at the start, and then he's like, "Folks, clap." Yeah, I didn't want to do the big clap. I didn't want to do the big clap. I hate making fun of people on the internet. I hate being such a hater. I don't want to be negative all the time on my channel. But. But. (laughs) And then he presents you with a type of guy. Or, like. Typically. Here's soft boys. Sometimes it's more pointed. It's like. This. Here's, I paid $20 to do this scam project by an influencer. Yeah. Or, 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 sometimes it's country boys on TikTok or divorced guys on TikTok. And sometimes it's like this particular couple's YouTuber, you know? Yeah, couple's YouTuber. I get, yeah, okay. I couldn't understand what you said for a second. I, I do the, the, the plural. They have, there. they have a... The two of them, as a couple, have a, a YouTube. YouTube. Sometimes that is they're selling the brand of their like marriage and stuff, and sometimes that is oh prank. I pranked my tell my wife I'm joining the army prank. Um. Anyway, we've just been watching a lot of this person. His um, videos are very funny. Yeah, and they're the most like empty calories thing ever. Where I'm like. Man, every fucking time he's going to say that he hates making fun of people and then he's going to continue making fun of people. But then he also people. has a bunch of videos where he watches a bad movie. I don't really watch those ones. Maybe I need to. You should because that's where the goat movie happens in the second goat movie. And uh, the goblin. I've also been watching another YouTuber named Drew Gooden who like collaborates with him sometimes. It's so weird to call that guy a YouTuber because he's primarily known for being a vine guy road work ahead i sure hope it does (laughs) um but like i've been watching his stuff and i don't think he's as funny as curtis connor is but he does have one gimmick that he keeps going back to where he's just on instagram for a week he just buys every fucking ad he sees and so he ends up buying like um like the last one I watched was from like two weeks ago, and he bought like this one e, which is like a onesie with a like button up shirt on top, and then like sweatpants down on bottom, so you could get on your Zoom calls and look professional, but actually you're cozy. But it was literally just a dress shirt sewed together with one stitch to a pair of sweatpants. And it has a butt, has a butt flap, and he like goes in depth to reviewing the butt flap on this bad pair of, or or he bought like this pair of chopsticks that you can hold between like your index finger and your middle finger knuckles, and so you could the idea is you can like keep playing Elden Ring, and like grab a Dorito, Elden Elden Elden, grab a Dorito, num num num, without getting your controller dirty. He just 
he spends like a thousand dollars on this and it doesn't matter because he gets six million views on these videos you know what's easier than that is you have your doritos on a plate and you use the moisture of your tongue to stick one chip at a time to your tongue and eat it like a goddamn frog. <laughs> you gotta make the sound. Yoshi. And I, anyway, I don't think he's as funny as Curtis Connor is, but I do like those ones where he just buys all of this stuff on Instagram. But also, my brain... I like to have totally dropped Curtis Connor and Drew Gooden both because the playoffs are coming soon and I've gotten fully into basketball mode. Like, I, I literally... She is bawling. I was just... I have listened to, like, 40 episodes of basketball podcasts in three days. That's uh, a lot. I'm having a great time. I'm learning all about uh, how the Sixers... Um, one today i started listening to a specifically sixers fan cast that i think is run by a crazy person <laughs> because he's definitely like he's almost at ten thousand twitter followers which is like a order of magnitude more than me but it's still not like does not make you a famous person and he's like i have i have sources in the organization <laughs> i'm like no you don't he might i don't know this is like the fucking giant bomb effect. If you have a podcast, eventually people will like start writing you from inside the thing that you're talking about. Yeah. And he, like he's like fully off the deep end of like, well, Doc Rivers, the coach, made this comment. And then Danny Green, like one of the... Oh, the, the book YouTuber. No. <laughs> Danny Green, three-time NBA champion, was on his... And booktuber. <laughs> was on his Twitch stream uh -huh. talking about, well, I can't believe Doc has like got me on the bench. I'm a three-time NBA champion, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, Danny... <laughs> he's fully off the deep end, but he's also very funny. And so I've listened to a bunch of his podcasts, and I am fully convinced that we're going to lose to the Raptors in the first round. We're going to have to trade James Harden, which is very funny. Wait, if you lose a game, you have to give up a guy? No, you d you do not have to give up a guy. But... I didn't know you were racing for <laughs> slips out here. <laughs> Jock Rivers is racing for slips because that man's going to get fired in a couple weeks when we lose in the first round. What... If you lose, do you give up a guy? No, 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 no. Okay. So. But. I don't know how to explain this guy, but I'm going to do my best. James Harden. Yeah. Um, okay. I've heard this name before. Used to be a top five player in the NBA. I don't think. In a row? <laughs> I don't think that he is anymore. But he is certainly getting paid like it. Um, and so the Sixers took got James Harden in a trade this year. Um, and he has not been playing well. And if we lose in the first round, I suspect Doc Rivers is going to get fired. And they might try to trade James Harden just to like... Because they owe him... Can you do that after you started playing games? 
Um, okay. I thought you you had your team and then you had to play with your team until next year. I thought that's how sports worked. No, that's not how any sports work. Sports have trade deadlines. But uh, after the game starts, so you can see who, who <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> yes. Okay, so it's kind of... So, okay, okay, so... Do you, uh, okay. We I'll, won't have to do this. No, no, no. This no, doesn't no. have to be teaching me math again. We'll rewind a little bit. So... Okay, so the, basketball was invented. The NBA season starts in October. Okay. At a, about the halfway point. They play 82 games in an NBA season. Around the 40-game mark. They take a week off. Um, at the start... They do the All-Star game... You know, they do the three-point and the dunk contest. Also part of the halfway point, part of that week-long break in the middle of the season, is the trade deadline. So you you start the season, and you play 40 games, and you find out, oh, this player's not working for us, or, oh, I think we can... Um, I think we have a shot at winning a title this year, but we really need a guy who um, can shoot the three better than some of our bench players do. And so at the trade deadline, you can make some moves. The Sixers had a guy named Ben Simmons who last year totally choked. Ben Simmons was one of the greatest, was one of our best players. Very Ben Simmons is an exceptionally good generational talent, and um, he choked in the playoffs last year and got booed so bad that he decided he was never going to play another game in Philadelphia. <laughs> um, and so he, um, at the start of the season, he's like, "I'm not playing," and he just did not play until Philadelphia finally, at the trade deadline, halfway through the season, was able to trade him for James Harden. And then we got James Harden, who's supposed to be a really good player, but he's like 35 and not playing as good as he used to. And I'm just saying that if we lost, we might trade him. That's all. You were incredibly bored by that, and so were our listeners. I was just... Why call it a season if the teams aren't set? Like, that's still (laughs) preseason. You haven't committed to the Elite Four challenge yet. You gotta get your team in order, and then it starts. No, you gotta play a bunch of games to find out what's working and what's not. Then who are you rooting for? You're rooting... Is it it not for the people? It's just for the the banner that they're all under? Oh, this time we got these guys. Okay, these guys. Well, so, okay. Those might not be my guys. Okay, so, like, I grew up in Kansas. Kansas... We had the university team that we all root for, you know. Well, Lawrence, Kansas, we did. But I didn't have, like, a team that was local to me, right? I did not have, like, there was no Kansas City team that I was just going to go root for. There wasn't even, like, a St. Louis team or something. The closest team to us was the fucking Oklahoma City Thunder. And that was, like, a six-hour drive. Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah. So... When I got into the NBA, it was because I was watching players. I watched Joel Embiid, who went to the Sixers um, from Kansas. Well, from Cameroon, and they played at Kansas. (laughs) Um, Or or Steph Curry for the Warriors. I got into 
the NBA through rooting for players. But then as you go, you get kind of more invested. Generally, most people, I think, get more invested in, like, teams where... uh, Now I'm at the point where even if they traded Joel Embiid, which I can't imagine they would do, but if they traded Embiid, my favorite player, like, I would still be like, well, damn, I really like Tyrese Maxey, and I want to know what they do with, you know... I want to know how Daryl Morey is going to get himself out of this one, and I want to know how I think Matisse Thibel could be a really great player if he could get a jump shot, you know. I would just keep watching that team, you know. Is there, like, auteur theory for sports teams? Some people, some people watch sports because they want to see their favorite guys. There are a lot of people who don't really watch baseball, but they watch the Angels because the Angels have Shohei Otani, who is, like, the most fun player to watch, you know? Mm-hmm. He's that like, guy that's just cheating. Like, he's just got all of his stats maxed, yes. and he's just, like, operating. Yes, he literally <laughs> is. That's literally who that guy is. Yeah, I've heard of him. Um, so Ask there, me how many other uh, baseball players I've heard of. Um, Barry Bonds. Nolan Ryan. Um, okay, you've heard of Nolan Ryan. I'm going to name... Uh, have you heard of Babe Ruth? I've heard of Babe Ruth. Have you heard of Joe DiMaggio? That's the voice actor. That might be the... Not- <laughs> That's the... John DiMaggio. No... Yogi Berra. No, that's a golfer? That's um that's a cartoon. I know that one. <laughs> Yogi Berra is a cartoon. I tried to I tried naming older players, so it's like, oh, this might just be a cultural thing that you would know, but like I don't know. If you don't know who Barry Bonds is, there's no It's the lotion. Ken Griffey. Sorry. Family guy protagonist? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um I don't know things. You know, Texas, not a big, like, baseball thing, except for Nolan Ryan. But, like... They've got, like, three teams in Texas. You know what's way bigger than basketball in Texas? Football. They've They've got three NBA teams in Texas. You know what's way more popular than that in Texas? But yeah, it's like, football. The Dallas Mavericks have been good for for years. You might see a, a backpack or like a like a, a shirt at some point with Mavericks, but you know what? You're gonna see a lot more of. One of the guys who I hung out with after work at Toys R Us had a star tattoo because of the Cowboys. That team's not even good. A lot of being into football in Texas seemed to me to be a lot of saying, uh, we could have been good. Well, yes. We were good once, and we could have been this time, but we weren't. But we used to be. We've got so many Super Bowl rings. So traditionally, traditionally, people get into sports teams because they're like, this is my hometown team. I live in Dallas, so I will root for the Dallas Cowboys. Partially because I can go to the Dallas Cowboys games. I can't. Cat. I can't go to Kansas City Chiefs games because they're in Kansas. Well, they're in Missouri, but that's neither here nor there. Well, I was just snorting because of how 
completely overblown and like expensive that fucking cowboy well, yes. stadium is. It's yes. like, yeah, I can go see the cowboy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, this is this is also why football is less appealing to me than baseball because football you play 16 games it's the most popular sport cheap shitty seats are going to be expensive in a football stadium Mm -hmm. whereas baseball they play 162 games those crowds do not sell out if molly comes this summer to visit us her and i are going to go to a white Sox game because it's probably going to cost us like Thirty dollars a piece to go see it. Here's the thing for tickets. Baseball, perfectly fine sport to watch from almost any angle, because no matter where you are, nothing's happening. <laughs> Meanwhile, football, the good seats are gonna suck ass because you can't see shit. Yeah. How do? You, how would you watch football if not from? A camera suspended on wires that moves yeah. around that gives you like the Metal Gear Solid camera angle on the players. <laughs> I don't know how to conceive of watching football from the sides where you can't see anything except mm-hmm. like the first layer of like the things that are happening. Too many guys on the field. Too many guys on the field. Um. Anyway, my point being, baseball, watch it in the stadium is probably fine. You you see the whole thing. Yeah. Somebody hits the ball really far. You get to watch. Oh, wow. It really is really high. <laughs> Just like me. But if you are sitting there in the stadium for a football game, it's like... Yeah. Maybe you can see some of it, but like you're just going to see a bunch of sweaty masses thumping into each other. <laughs> like, So I would, um, I would think that baseball would be, just be a more fun thing to watch. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I've been to a baseball game... We left before it was over. Yeah, totally. Um, I've and when I was a child, I went to a sidekicks game. Uh-huh. I don't think that exists anymore. I think there's something else now. Hmm. <clears throat> and I went to a Mavericks game. Hmm. But I was a child, so I don't. Know when, do you remember when you would have gone? No, it was not Mavericks. I think it was Stars, the yeah. hockey team. Ah. Uh. Um. Um, no, but this, just to finish up what I was saying, like, <clears throat> traditionally, people would just root for the team that was local to them. And the internet has sort of made it more possible for me, as a person who's never been to Philadelphia, mm-hmm. to, I am a Sixers fan. I live in Chicago. We have an NBA team here. I do not give a shit about the Chicago Bulls. I don't fucking care. I care about the Sixers, and I care about the Warriors because they have players that I'm invested in, and I, I know about, you know, fucking draft picks that the Sixers have traded to get fucking whatever, and, you know, so... It, even once Joel Embiid leaves the Sixers or he retires or whatever, I will probably continue being a Sixers fan because I'll have all built up all this knowledge of, like, little... Sixers fucking minutiae that I'll care about um, even once he's gone. <coughs> and mm. then I could do that. Other people have that with the Milwaukee Bucks or the... I'm sure someone has that with the Sacramento Kings. I'm sure someone fucking cares about someone that Someone likes the Astros. I couldn't tell you what sport that is. 
The Houston Astros are uh, a baseball team that um, have been very successful. They have been to the world. <laughs> they have been to the World Series like the last four years, I think. Well, or the 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 American League Championship Series. I don't remember anyway. I don't know about anything about that. I know about the Rangers. Yeah, the it's Rangers the red are and bad. White stripes. The Rangers are bad. The Rangers are real fucking bad. Okay, I probably I'm, I I feel like every I I feel like every Dallas sports team is actually kind of bad and nobody wants to say it in Dallas. The the Mavs are good. I don't know what to tell you. You won a championship not that long ago. You've got Luka Doncic, who's gonna be like a three time NBA MVP. Um, as long as you don't fuck this up and he doesn't leave in free agency, which he might. I don't know. Probably not. He seems happy. Um, it just seemed like everyone who I knew who was like a Dallas sports person was perpetually disappointed. <laughs> I, I, I think any... Base, uh, basketball was never any yeah. of the spaces I was in. It was I mean, yeah. Like... The Cowboys suck. Yeah. And the Rangers suck too. I was dead named after a Rangers player. <laughs> I don't think he was... Playing games when I was born. Um. Uh, anyway. Baseball. Baseball. Um, Baseball's a weird game. Why? Like I understand the other ones. Okay. Kick a ball into the into the area. Mm-hmm. Carry ball into the area. Mm-hmm. Like I understand like hit puck into net. Right. Yeah. Like, this is just like, hey, how far can you hit this thing? Boom. What? <laughs> sure, but then they built a bunch of rules around how far can you hit this. and It's kind of like jacks. It's kind of like playing jacks. Because Turn- you hit the ball that's like bouncing the ball and then running around is like trying to pick up the things and you just... Get- Turns out it's pretty interesting to watch a guy throw that ball that he has to hit. But was it interesting before you had high-speed cameras? Yeah, people went and watched baseball <laughs> games for fucking... S- baseball is, like, the oldest, like, sport in America that has, like, a, a, a continuity, you know? Like, I know. I was just asking. People love baseball. I, I know. Baseball is, like, a big thing. I feel... I, I'm getting excited about the baseball season. Um... I'm getting excited because the Royals seem like they're going to win games, but I don't know if we're going to have... We might have a winning season. We might have a losing season. But, like, Salvador Perez, who's been playing for the Royals since I was, like, a child, um, just had a really good year. Can he keep this... Can he have two really good years? He's kind of old. Um, we got Zach Greinke back. That guy... I. Even if he's washed, I'm excited to watch Zach Greinke pitch again. Um, we've got a couple good prospects, and like, I don't know, I'm probably going to watch Royals games this year, and I don't really know if we're going to win, but I'm just going to have a good time watching the team that I mm-hmm. care about. And, and you know, like, <clears throat> okay, this, this pretty recently, um, University of Kansas won March Madness. And I watched the game. I, I watched KU 
win that. And I didn't know any of the players we had. I, I have not watched college basketball in four fucking ever. <laughs> I didn't know that Roy Williams retired and that we were playing against Hubie Davis. You know? I didn't, like, I didn't know any of that. And when KU won, I fucking cried because I was like, oh my god, that's my team. And I care mm. about I care about my team. It doesn't matter who fucking playing there. But also now I'm like watching to see if any of these guys go to the NBA. And remember a year or two ago when we were like, what if we just watched an NFL season this year? The thing is, when we were like just eating that expensive breakfast that was like really good. It was an awful um, breakfast. Six dollars for two th- pieces of bacon? Three pieces of bacon. God. Um, uh, we said, well, what if we tried watching a sport? And we like, watched football and like tried. Here's the thing, and then we the... didn't even think about it after that conversation. Here's the thing about that, right? Is that like, I think this is one of the nice things about the NBA or, or baseball over football is that Every NBA team plays 82 games. Every baseball team plays 162 games. Every football team plays 16 games. 16 is like a reasonable number to where if I decided I was going to watch the Chiefs this season, I could probably watch every single Chiefs game. Mm -hmm. If that was a thing that I was like, I'm going to take Sundays off work and I'm going to watch the Chiefs every Sunday... Which is an insane thing to think. I have better things to do with my Sunday. <laughs> it's like four hours long. It's like four hours long. I I can't play Dragon Quest while I do it because things are happening on the screen that I have to look at. <laughs> There's yellow lines being drawn. There's yellow lines being drawn. 16 games is like a reasonable number of games that I... If I was going to follow football, I would just watch all 16 Chiefs games, you know? You wouldn't watch Cowboys? No. Because I'd be doing it with you? No, because the team from my hometown has Pat Mahomes on it. And he's incredible. <laughs> and he won us a Super Bowl. I don't fucking care about your team. <laughs> what about Tony Romo? I don't give a shit. I don't know who that is. <laughs> um, P- Peyton Manning. He's retired. <laughs> And he doesn't play for the Cowboys. Didn't he? No! He played for the Broncos, I remember. Who Are you good, he? dude? Who's in the Cowboys? I don't fucking know. I don't know. Here, let's... Dallas Cowboys, and we'll look at the number of... Like, how many jerseys they've retired. And you'll tell me if you know the names of these retired jerseys. Sound good? Sure, yeah. Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Wikipedia. Head coach Mike McCarthy, do you know that name? Nope. But I can tell you right now. Um, fuck, what the fuck is his name? Jerry Jones. That's the owner, right? Yep. I, that's the name I know. Oh. 
Retired numbers. Dallas Cowboys do not officially retire jersey numbers. <laughs> However, some are kept unofficially inactive. As of 2022, num six numbers have been kept out of yeah. circulation. Troy Aikman's number eight. Yeah. Tony Robo's number nine. Uh-huh. Roger Stoback's number 12. Uh-huh. Bob Hayes and Emmett Smith's number 22. Uh-huh. Bob Lilly's number 74. Jason Witten's number 82. These numbers aren't even used in off-season workouts or training camp. Um, why did I never retire? The PR director of the Dallas Cowboys states that the Cowboys are one of the few, if only, NFL teams that have never officially retired jersey numbers. Man, you gotta, you gotta retire jersey numbers. You gotta like respect the people who like, you know, did shit for your organization. (laughs) No, why would they do that? When they can just build a huge fucking stadium. Super Bowl champions in 71, 77, 92, 93, 95. Yeah. Guess why I was named after a fucking... uh, Oh, I guess that was baseball. Never mind. Yeah. But yeah, my mom would yell at the TV every week um, when the Cowboys were playing. Conference champions has not happened since 95. Division champions has happened. Twenty twenty one. That means you won one playoff game, I think. Is it considered a championship if you win one playoff? Uh, it might be like you had the best record in your division, actually. But that, I don't know. Playoff appearances, lots of them, plenty of them. Yeah, I'm going to the playoffs a couple times this decade. That's not terrible. There it is. Uh, there it fucking is. Anyway, um, we formerly got... Cowboy Stadium. They renamed it the AT and T Stadium. I love you very much. You'll never guess what city it's in. I have to be at work in seven hours. Arlington. I understand that you need to be at work in seven hours. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm centering your voice, and um, I'm listening. I'm learning. I thought we were going to do like a one hour podcast. And when have we ever done a one hour podcast? Well, we were at the 50 minute mark and like it looked like we were about to wrap up. Well, we didn't. And here we are. And I was going to edit this, but I'm not going to now. We don't need to edit it. We have to put music at the start. And oh, sure. I can do that. Yeah, that's all I mean. I will pick some good music. (laughs) (laughs) I winked at you, listener. You heard the music at the start. Wasn't it great? Um. Sorry. ExportOn.io is the link to our Patreon. You can get other content where we're not so sleepy. Um money yeah uh i i wanted i've been wanting to like do a better job with the plugs lately because i feel like i just do my same spiel every time i don't actually explain stuff for people who don't know very well Mm -hmm. but it's midnight and i work in seven hours and i left work five hours ago (laughs) you should check our stuff out there's good podcasts in there yeah export odd.io 
We got the Patreon page. You just explained that, but all the information is there. I'm done. I'm I'm out. Okay. And say good night to everybody, and give us your rankings of the beers. Um, I like the Bundaberg best. That's not a beer. Then it's the a ginger beer. Then the the Blue Moon. Then the Jammed. Then the Fat Pug. I would swap Jammed and Blue Moon, but I otherwise agree. Okay. I would like to be done, please. We're done. Uh, good night, everybody. Good night. And um, sorry for losing steam at the end. It's We're just a little sleepy. It's fine. Uh, like I said, next time we record this podcast, we will be talking about Pirates of the Caribbean. Just like I said last time, you know, just uh, stay excited for that. <laughs>